faith it is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen it is something that we lack the most oftentimes and in this episode of the podcast we'll be looking at a simple man with extraordinary faith that god made a very important covenant for me and for you with Hello and welcome to Truth Incorporated Podcast. I'm your host, Tromal Akra. And in this podcast, our hope is to spread uncensored biblical truth. In this episode, we'll be looking at the Abrahamic Covenant. And we see the great promises that God made unto Abraham that extend even unto us. Now in the land of Ur lived a man called Abraham. Abraham was no ordinary man. Well, he was, but he had an extraordinary amount of faith. So though Abraham was surrounded by pantheons of gods, and where he lived, they believed in a, a host of gods. Um, they worshipped sun gods, etc. So he lived in a region where there was many gods, but Abraham, he had believed that there was one true God, who indeed was God, not made by humans, and that he was the creator and sustainer of all things. And this made Abraham stand out from all of his, his relatives and friends that would have lived in Ur, which was in the land of the Chaldeans, which was very close to the land of Babylon. At age 75, Yahweh called Abraham out of the land of Ur to go to a mysterious land that Abraham had never seen in his life. You would think Abraham would refuse or be hesitant, but he packed his things and left for the unknown land. So God had called him out of this this land where all his family is, his friends, where he grew up and he knew everyone there and had called him out to go to a new land, a land that Abraham had never known before. And um, let's be honest with ourselves. I mean, who would be ready to pack and leave all of their families and friends to go behind? But Abraham did. He packed up his stuff, packed up his family, went to a land, and not any land, but it was like Abraham passed by this land and he knew it, a land that he had never, ever seen before. But before Abraham, before Abraham departed, God made some vital promises to him. God in Genesis 12 promised Abraham that he would make him a great nation, make his name great, that he would bless those who bless him and curse those who curse him, and in him all the families of the earth would be blessed. So these are amazing words. So God promised to make Abraham's descendant into a great nation. This is the first of several great promises that God made unto Abraham. God also said that through Abraham, all the families of the earth will be blessed. Clearly, it is important that we understand the promises of the earth. Now, as we go through this podcast, we'll see how through Abraham, one single man how all the families of the earth will be blessed. So Abraham traveled first to Haran and then to Canaan, which is called Israel today. He reached Canaan with his wife, Sarah, and his nephew, Lot. And Genesis 13 describes how Abraham separated separated from Lot, his kindred. So Lot chose the best of the land for his flock and, and his herds, and Abraham was left to find pastures in the most barren parts of the country. However, God was with Abraham, and because of Abraham's because of Abraham's total obedience, God added to the promises that he made to Abraham in the earth. Genesis 13 says, The Lord said to Abraham, 
After Lot had separated, raise your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward, for all the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone can count the dust of the earth, your offspring also can be counted. Rise up, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it unto you. God is making some, some very vital promises here unto Abraham that he would make his offspring like the dust of the earth and we know that the, certainly we can't count the dust of the earth and and, and like the, the stars of of, of, of of heaven um can we count that certainly not so God had promised to make Abraham's descendants into a great nation he had also promised that Abraham's offspring would share the land of Canaan with him forever but at this time Abraham had no children and so in Genesis 15, God promised him a son through whom the promises would be fulfilled. So let's let's kind of assess. So God is telling Abraham that through him, that he would make a great and mighty nation, that his offspring would be so much that, that the, if you can count the dust of the earth or the stars of heaven, you can count Abraham's offspring. In other words, God is telling him that they'll be plentiful. Now, we know that it's possible to count those things. And another thing, Abraham's wife was barren. She could not have any children. So how is Abraham going to have a mighty nation if his wife simply can't have children? And then God in Genesis 15 promises Abraham that he would have a son. Wow. However, Abraham and Sarah were getting old and, and they had no child. No child was born to them during the time of this, this, this promise. Romans 4 tells us that it was not possible for Abraham and Sarah to have a child, yet Abraham, he trusted in God. So Abraham was about 100 years old and his wife was 90 when the last promise, when, the, when at last the promised son Isaac was miraculously born. However, before Isaac's birth, Abraham had taken Hagar, Sarah's servant for a wife. She gave him a son called Ishmael. God said to Ishmael that he would be blessed and have many descendants. Many of the Arab nations are descendants from him, but the Bible is clear that God's promise to Abraham would be fulfilled through Isaac. So God had promised Abraham and Sarah that they would have a child, and um, they began to grow restless, especially Sarah. And she told Abraham to go in on to Hagar, who was her handmaid, and to have intercourse, and he had a son Ishmael. But he was not the promised seed. The seed was supposed to come through Sarah. And indeed, they did. They had Isaac. So Genesis 22 shows us more about Abraham's remarkable faith. As a test of faith, this very same child who came through Abraham's barren wife, this miracle baby, God told Abraham to sacrifice his son. Well, wow. I mean, that had to have been a rough news for Abraham. I mean, this is the son that God had given to you. Um, your wife couldn't have a child. You wanted a child for all these years. Now you have a child and God is telling you to sacrifice this child yeah, just just ponder that for a second. What would you have done in that situation? I, for once, I don't know what I would have done. I would have, I would have, I, I really don't know what I would have done in, in a situation like that. But it says Abraham packed him, packed up his son, took him up upon the mount, 
and proceeded to sacrifice him. And the angel of God stopped him because, of course, God was only testing Abraham here. So we see uh, a quality in Abraham. Abraham is faithful. First of all, God told him to leave his family. He did it. He, God told him he'll have a son. He believed it, even though his wife was barren. And now God is telling him this very same son to sacrifice the son. And when he had lifted up his hand to sacrifice him, he God had told him that, you know, no, you will not sacrifice him because he, it was just a test. And then we looked and there was a lamb caught in the bush and the lamb was to be sacrificed. Um, it's very very important point so let's assess though like why did god select the why abraham why not his friend or somebody else from abraham's neighborhood well we see of abraham's great faith god chose abraham because of his faith and obedience god told him to pack up he packed up he left the land god told him to go sacrifice his only son and he did that so god chose abraham because god knew that out of all of those idol worshippers that abraham would have held on to the promises that abraham would have trusted and understood that he is the creator and that abraham was faithful that no matter what the command whether it big or small whether hard or easy abraham would have done it and he took his son up, his only son up to the mountain to be sacrificed as a sacrificial lamb unto Yahweh. So Abraham had great faith. It was by faith when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able to raise even him from the dead. Hebrews 11. So Abraham understood the powers of God. He understood that even though he might be dead, God has the power to raise. So Abraham believed in the resurrection. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Friends, brothers and sisters, listeners, isn't that, isn't that wonderful? So Abraham was a man of great faith. And he select, God selected Abraham because God knew that Abraham was a faithful man and that he would have obeyed him in everything. So we heard of some vital promises. We heard of the land. Uh, we heard of an offspring. So the land. So this is a twofold promise. Let's 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 now get to the understanding part of this. This is a twofold promise. Yes, the land is the land of Canaan, the land of Israel. We know the Jews are the descendants of Abraham, and the land is the land of Canaan, or the land of was the land of Canaan. Today it's called the land of Israel. The descendants, the off, the offspring, yes, were the Jews, and the, the descendants were the Jews, and the offspring, yes, was Isaac. But this is a twofold promise, and there was a deeper meaning to that. Now it says that the land was promised unto Abraham, but in Acts seven, when when um yes, in Acts seven, when Stephen was given the account, it says that not even a foot's length Abraham received. So Abraham never received the land of Canaan, nor did Isaac, because the promise was reiterated unto him, nor was Jacob, but his children had received the land. So, but God tell Abraham that he'll have the land. Then how is it that God told him he'll have the land and he'll have it forever, but he didn't have the land. God never lies nor changes his mind because he's not a man. Well, because the greater aspects of these promises, these promises were not just so for the nation of Israel alone and for Isaac, but the greater aspects of this promise pointed towards 
God's eternal reward in the kingdom of God. So Abraham would understood that even though he might have died, that God would have still given him a land because he looked forward to a land not made by hands of man, but made by the hands of God. So Abraham believed in the kingdom of God and the earth. So the land that God promised Abraham to be in forever is the kingdom of God that will come on the earth. And who is the true seed? Because it says, in your offspring, in your seed, shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Well, the seed is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 3 verse 16 says, Now the promises were made to Abraham and his offspring. It does not say unto offsprings as of many, but it says unto your offspring, that is the one person who is Christ. So the promises of the offspring was of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the original and true offspring or seed of Abraham. And we see that the lamb was caught in the, in, in, in the bush and then the lamb was sacrificed, representing the sacrifices that the Lord Jesus would have to undertake. So these promises are wonderful and that is how they extend to us. So they're twofold and they are great promises. So the, th the true seed of Abraham is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the true seed of Abraham. And Galatians 3, 27 to 29 says, And as many of you are baptized into Christ, have clothed yourself with Christ. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all of you are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you're Abraham's offspring. Heirs according to the promise. So here we see the promises extending. So the promises extending to those also that are in Christ through baptism. And we know that baptism represents the death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the 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 true and original seed of Abraham is the Lord Jesus Christ. And those that are covered under Christ through baptism, they become Abraham's offspring. And once you're Abraham's offspring, your ears according to the kingdom of God. So that's the wonderful nature of God. God is showing us how he loves us, that he had promised the Messiah from such a, thousands of years ago before he came into existence. And God shows that his plan is always to reconcile mankind back to himself. So these promises are for you, for me, all of you listening here, listeners, they extend to us. And all we have to do is accept the Lord Jesus Christ and be baptized into him. And once we are in Christ, then we become Abraham's seed. So the gospel was preached even unto Abraham, and he believed in the resurrection, and he believed that one day that he would live in a land forever, not made by the hands of man. So Abraham was faithful. His faith was great, and God selected him to speak of these great covenants, and the covenant still is in play, and those that are willing to come, God accepts. Those that come through his son, Jesus, God is willing to accept. So that is the Abrahamic covenant. And we see how God has been thinking about the redemption of mankind for such a long time. Promises made unto Abraham that he would one day have a seed and that all the families of the earth will be blessed. How were they blessed? Well, they're blessed because the Lord Jesus died for them. And through him, they can become seeds of Abraham and be heirs to immortality in the kingdom of God. And that is how all the earth all the families of the earth shall be blessed unto Abraham. So these promises speak of the coming kingdom that the Lord Jesus will bring, speaks of the Lord Jesus and his sacrifice. 
So God is faithful and he is continually bringing mankind back to redemption. All right, and that is brought us to the end of this episode on the Abrahamic covenant shows of God's wonderful promises of Abraham and how it extends to the Lord Jesus and even unto us that believe and are covered in the Lord Jesus Christ. Check out our other episodes on the Truth Incorporated podcast and on our next episode we'll be looking at the David the Covenant. The covenant that God would have made with King David. Um, for any questions you can uh, you can private DM us at our Facebook page at Truth Incorporated or at our Instagram page at T underscore Incorp. Or you can email us at truthincorporated001 at gmail.com and we'll be sure to feature your questions in our upcoming Q&A podcast episodes. Thank you for listening and if it has been a blessing unto you, please make sure to like our Facebook page and follow our Instagram pages and uh, do share this podcast with a friend. Peace of the Lord be with you until we meet again. Take care.